I've always said that this guy, uh, Jeffrey Tubin, who considers himself a legal genius, he's like the dumbest lawyer in, 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 uh, that I've ever seen, apparently writes, uh, isn't that the same guy that writes, uh, that is a CNN commentator? He is, right? Okay. Suspended by the New Yorker, I guess he writes for them, because apparently he exposed himself on a Zoom call between magazine colleagues and WNYC workers, according to a report, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is not OK. This is not OK. I can't report this stuff. Anyway, glad you're with us. 15 days to go and you are the ultimate jury. Um, I hope you're worried. I hope you're concerned. I hope you understand how high the stakes are. I hope you understand that it is this is now getting very, 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 very real and really dangerous. The stated policies of what the Democrats will do. You now have United States senators and and Joe Biden's answer. We already know the answer on court packing. He just hasn't finally told us. Uh, We know the position that he has on fracking. He's just lying to get elected to the people of Pennsylvania, especially. Uh, We know where the agenda is with the new Green Deal and trillions of dollars. We know, you know, he's now distancing, distancing himself from his own new Green Deal policies that's on his website. And that that's the framework that he's going to follow. And my plan even goes further, he said at one point. Uh, We also know that this guy is frail. He is weak. He is struggling cognitively. And if you say as much. On fake news, CNN, you will be thrown off the air like they did to Laura Trump this weekend. Uh, that's it. We're not talking about this anymore. Recap. Good. This interview is over. I why? They had no problem discussing whether or not Ronald Reagan in 1984 was cognitively strong enough for the job in the second term. The age question, as they called it. Same thing with John McCain when he was running for president. No problem bringing it up as often as possible for him. Uh, but now we can't now Joe Biden was off the trail, I guess, on Saturday. He went to, I guess, North Carolina on Sunday, and now he's going to be off for the rest of the week. They put a lid on all campaigning after he was asked the, the two hard questions. One was what kind of milkshake did he get? Listen. Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what flavor did you get? You got one vanilla, one chocolate. One vanilla, one chocolate. Thanks for the hard questions. He was asked by a CBS. He nearly lost it. Now, we're going to get into a deeper dive into what they're hiding as it relates to Zero Experience Hunter and all these oligarchs and, and Russian nationals and Chinese nationals and Kazakh nationals, Ukrainian nationals and Chinese nationals. And Russian oligarchs and and Ukrainian oligarchs and Kazakh oligarchs and all these wire transfers. They won't talk about it. But he's now in hiding. But he was asked one question and he nearly lost it. Listen. Mr. Biden, what is your response to the New York Post story about your son, sir? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. Right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. A smear campaign. Okay. well, then maybe he needs to tell us how it's a smear campaign. Let, let's put aside what we already knew. We already knew that quid pro quo Joe leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars 
And he said, I'm leaving in six hours. You got six hours. Six hours. Or you're not getting the billion dollars unless you fire the prosecutor. The guy's name is Victor Shokin. Why would a vice president of the United States of America want a Ukrainian prosecutor fired and leverage a billion taxpayer dollars to do it? Well, because that was the guy that was investigating zero experience Hunter and has given interviews where he has explained he was investigating zero experience Hunter being paid millions. Now we know from Ron Johnson's report that this is just the tip of the iceberg. We know from Secret Empires, Peter Schweitzer's book, this is only the tip of the iceberg. Peter Schweitzer chronicled the billion-dollar deal with the Bank of China just 10 days after he was on Air Force Two with Daddy flying over to China, and but yet we find no experience in private equity, no experience whatsoever in, in any of these matters, but that became a $1.5 billion deal. Uh, now we see that, you know, when you take it further, what the president said was right in the last debate when he pointed out that Hunter in 2014 got three and a half million dollars, a wire transfer from the first lady of Moscow, who's a corrupt Russian oligarch. Uh, we know that they had a joint bank account set up with a Chinese national uh, connected to the Chinese Communist Party that would fund a hundred thousand dollar shopping spree for zero experience hunter and his and his family then we had the the kazakh oligarch in 2014 over a hundred and forty thousand dollars wired to hunter biden's firm earmarked for a brand new car for zero experience hunter what does this all have in common no experience in energy private equity kazakhstan ukraine uh russia china none whatsoever and and, you know, it's all chronicled here. OK, so now that's that's just the Grassley and Ron Johnson report. Now you've got this. OK, is it valid? Now, most politicians, if 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 you said you had Hunter Biden's hard drive, think about this for a minute. Now, I, I've only been briefed by people, somebody that says they saw it. I have not seen it, so I cannot independently verify it. But it's now being reported by the New York Post, uh, by the way, the, the country's oldest newspaper now. One of the I think it's the fifth largest in terms of distribution in the in the country. And they are reporting these emails, among other things. They're, they're publishing pictures of of Hunter Biden with a crack pipe in his mouth while he's in bed asleep, passed out clearly from smoking crack. Now, either you deny it. Or you have your lawyer send out a cease and desist, or I'm going to sue the crap out of you if it's not true. None of which has happened. None of none of that has happened. The only thing we've learned is that in the case of of they, they just say it's not true. Well, oh, no, we couldn't have possibly had contact with the guy from Burisma. It's a, it wasn't on his calendar. That doesn't mean anything. Are the pictures of Hunter or not of Hunter? Are they manufactured? Are they fake? Are they doctored? Yes or no? You'd have a right to know. Can you explain this three and a half million dollar wire from the first lady of Moscow, this Russian oligarch? Can you explain the hundred and forty thousand dollar wire transfer earmark for a new car with this Kazakh oligarch? Can you explain this 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 expensive shopping spree with a Chinese national? Can you explain why Joe leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor fired in six hours, which he successfully did? 
that we now know is investigating zero experience Hunter being paid millions? Can we not get answers to any of these questions? Because it seems like in spite of Joe saying the one thing that he knew nothing about his son's business dealings, all these emails show that, in fact, Joe knew all about it, even going as far. Now, we're also talking about illegal, uh, let's just call it underage uh, videos and pictures that might be a part of this. Now we have the question of, okay, well, Ron Johnson has written Director Ray of the FBI, who I've not been impressed with at all. He has not shown me any willingness that he wants to clean up the world's premier law enforcement agency, which is so sad for the 99% of rank-and-file agents that bust their ass every day and, and are proud of what they do and do everything by the book, and they risk their lives to protect all of us. That's all. Now we can't even ask Joe a question because Joe isn't even leaving his house at this point. And rightly, House Republicans are calling on a for a special prosecutor to probe the Biden family corruption allegations. And I think the attorney general needs to now seriously consider doing it. You have House Republicans demanding to know from Director Ray, okay, did you really have this hard drive? Do you have this hard drive? Can you confirm what is on the hard drive is accurate and true? Can you tell the American people? Because I think that's something they probably would need to know or want to know before they vote in this election, although 28 million Americans apparently have already voted, so we don't get it. It's unbelievable. I, I tell you my biggest fear. If you look through the whole Russia collusion, Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia, Trump, Russia lie and the one percent that abuse power, there's never been a Democrat, has there, that has ever said, remember, with the, the, the bulk of information to get the FISA warrant denying Carter Page's civil rights and civil liberties, constitutional rights that allowed the FBI to spy on a president spy on a presidential campaign, spy on a transition team, you know, then we find out that Hillary Clinton had paid for, even the New York Times has acknowledged likely Russian disinformation from the beginning, funnels money through a law firm to an op research firm, to Christopher Steele, former MI6 uh, guy, who wh- who's his subsource, who's his source? Well, somebody that is known to the FBI in January of 2017 as number one, having denied that any of it's true, and secondly, that this was a somebody they knew to be a Russian contact uh, with Russian ties for over a decade. They've known this. Not one Democrat ever spoke out. Now, I don't hear any Democrats speaking out against court packing, just the opposite. They're now saying, you know what, I'm very open to packing the courts. I normally wouldn't be, but I am now. And getting rid of the legislative filibuster. And D.C. statehood and other whatever else, I guess they want to turn a state so they'll have a a Democratic Senate majority in perpetuity. Uh, Fifteen million Americans will offer them something of value. It's called citizenship in the hopes that, well, at least 75, 80 percent of the people that get free citizenship, in spite of not respecting our laws, our borders and sovereignty. Well, hopefully they'll all vote Democrat for generations to come. This is all on the ballot in 15 days and i'm just telling you if they then implement the stated agenda where it's going to be government run womb to the tomb cradle to grave education pre-k through college student loan forgiveness 
guaranteed government jobs and wages and vacations and healthy food and health care and retirement and everything's free, free, free. We'll, of course, ban fracking and, you know, we're just we're, we're lying to the they're just lying to the people of Pennsylvania now. They're on the they're on the record too many times saying that they're going to ban fracking. You got to believe them. The only reason that they're not they, they're pulling back temporarily is and they will give in to the radical base. Does anyone really think that Joe's going to be in charge? Because he's not. I don't think he has the, the physical strength, the mental alertness or acuity to be president. Now, I, many people agree with me. Apparently, you can't even ask the question. You know, now he's going to take off four days because he's got a whole 90 minute debate with President Trump coming up. And and that would be due to two taxing for him. And the three days in a row that he went out on the campaign trail last week all became unmitigated disasters. So be the biggest power grab. We'll we'll never get the country back. And I know all the you know, these forces have aligned the mob, the media, 99 percent of them and the Democratic Party and rhino establishment Republicans, I mean, they're putting everything they've got. You've got big tech companies now joining in, and it's all just one big effort to stop Donald Trump, who they have hated every second, every minute, every hour of every day since this man and his wife, Melania, came down the escalator at Trump Tower. It's all on the ballot in 15 days. I hope you understand this is a real clear, their stated agenda and power grab, I think, becomes irreparable harm. I don't see a way back. I don't, at least not now. Maybe you can help me out. All right, as we roll along, Sean Hannity Show. You know, th- there is times when you just got to stop and you got to say, okay, this is really good news. Now, when you have the Health and Human Services Secretary say we're this close on a vaccine and we're this close on these therapeutics now, which, you know, imagine in record time, considering Corona first hit January 21st of this year, it is an amazing accomplishment. Let's take politics out of it. Think of America's medical researchers. They devote... There are people that devote their entire lives to single viruses and the study of how to save other human beings' lives. Um, You have medical researchers constantly working on therapeutics, vaccines, our doctors, our first responders. They're just amazing people. Um, And and you just got to just be in awe of their intellect, their drive, their desire, what, you know, the fact that they... They're driven to do this. They're driven to come up with an answer. This, you know, if, if, if we, you know, I know we put our sports uh, stars on pedestals all the time, but when are we ever going to put like great scientists? You know, they get an award. Nobody knows. I guess they know. And they get um, great satisfaction in doing it. Um, and it is uh, it is pretty amazing that we're this close. It really is. All right, I'm going to go over what we know, what we can tell you about Zero Experience Hunter. We're going to get to that. We're going to go over some of the polling, where it matters, why it matters. We'll explain in a little more detail what I mean about these institutional forces aligned against the president and what states that I am most concerned about and which states really are going to make all the difference in this uh, election and how you are the only ones out there that can mitigate what these establishment politicians, media people, 
big tech companies want to do to the country. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, and just 15 days, two weeks from today, Election Day USA. There was a study that has come out, as we reported last week, the last three years, median household income under Donald Trump has risen over $4,400 from where it stood at the end of the Biden-Obama administration. Don't forget, along with 13 million more Americans on food stamps and 8 million more in poverty, uh, household income under the eight years of Biden Obama, only a thousand bucks over eight years. And don't forget, not only did you not save money on, on Obamacare, you lost your doctor, you lost your plan and everybody's paying on average 200% more. According to a bipartisan study put together by both members of the Trump administration, the Obama administration, the Clinton administration, Bidenomics, Biden's economic program, Bolshevik Bernie and Biden's plan, would shrink the average American family household wealth by a whopping six hundred six. I'm sorry, six thousand five hundred bucks. Hoover Institution study examines Biden's proposals on health care, uh, taxes, energy regulation. Uh, I think that's the low side. If fully implemented, it would mean by 2030, 4.9 million fewer working Americans, 2.6 trillion less in GDP. And 6500 less in median household income. Well, what is that? It's everything I say. Socialism's history of failure. Everything is going to be free, free, free. And what do you get? Like Obamacare, you get broken promises and you create more poverty. That was the whole point of Chapter 4, Live Free or Die. Uh, apparently, Biden now is taken to wearing two masks at the same time. He did when he went to North Carolina. Okay, two. Well, not one, two. Ron Johnson, now, he sent a letter to the FBI director, Ray, asking, okay, do you have this hard drive? Now, he already had put out his 87-page report with Charles Grassley, his interim report, that chronicled the Russian and Kazakh and Ukrainian oligarchs and Russian and, and Ukrainian and Kazakh and Chinese nationals and all of the monies and all the wirings and, and everything that we've reported on. He was on uh, with Maria Baratiromo. And anyway, then he said and acknowledged the possibility this Sunday that the FBI has investigated whether there was child pornography on this laptop and hard drive that allegedly belonged to Hunter Biden. And anyway, so Maria asked Ron Johnson uh, about a report that the FBI subpoena for the laptop appeared to show that the FBI agent who served it was someone named Joshua Wilson. I had not known this. Star-Ledger report published last year, an FBI agent with that name spent nearly five years investigating child pornography, but it remains unclear if this is the same Wilson that uh, and what exactly the Bureau was investigating here. And Maria twice asked Johnson um, if he knows any of any connection, and he said, quote, I think you just made the connection. And he said, again, this is what the FBI, I think, has to come clean about. Um, in other words, did they have this? And if they had it during impeachment, why wouldn't they have revealed it? Considering, considering its relevancy to every argument Democrats were making as it relates to impeachment. Uh, pressed again on the issue, the, uh, Senator Johnson said he couldn't comment any further. And he said, I don't want to speculate uh, other than to say what I have said publicly before is our report uncovered so many troubling connections, 
so many things that need to be investigated that I really think we're just scratching the surface. And yes, I have heard all kinds of things that I think will probably be revealed over the next few days. That's what I'm hearing too. But I'm not going to get over my skis on this. I'm just not. Um, Based on what I'm I'm hearing, do I think a lot of this is going to pan out to be true? My gut tells me yes, but I'm going with what I know now. And when I know something to be true, we bring it to you. Uh, Johnson and Grassley, they put their report out. It was specific. Talked about all these different countries, all these wire transfers, all of the the lack of experience, zero experience hunter. Uh, We've been able to now corroborate Peter Schweitzer, his access to one of Hunter Biden's uh, business partners. You know, he's in jail. And then also Devin Archer now apparently waiting to be sentenced. And, you know, nobody's gone over the transcripts. Although Peter Schweitzer is going over all of that. So, you know, I think we do need a special prosecutor in the case. I think sooner rather than later would be better. Ratcliffe says that Hunter Biden's laptop and emails are not part of some Russian disinformation campaign. That's like Adam Schiff's answer to everything. It must be Russian disinformation. Marco Rubio saying Biden and packing the court, the dirty little secret Dems don't want to reveal. That's only the tip of the iceberg. Packing the court is just one aspect of their power grab. Then it's going to be, you know, D.C. statehood and and a Senate majority in, in perpetuity for the Democrats. Then it's going to be amnesty for 15 million Amer- people in America that didn't respect our laws, our border, our sovereignty in the hopes that, well, if we give something of really big value to you, maybe you'll continue to vote for us. You know, but how do how is it possible that Joe gets to stay in hiding the whole week, the whole week? By the way, 6,700 vehicles joined the bikers and the cars and the truckers for Trump road rally in Philadelphia in a Philly suburb this Saturday. Um, Biden delivered a speech in front of around 30 hey, Sean. socially. Yes, I was there. I saw this rally. It drove past me in my neighborhood. It was incredible. Oh, six, the 6,700. Dude, it was on the Newtown Bypass in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And you were I there? happened to be coming. I happened to be coming to a light and I see this giant rig. It had more American flags and Trump flags than I have seen in for. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is happening right now? And then I realized, oh, my God, this is it. It was great. Um, The president now is crisscrossing. He's doing at least two rallies a day now every day, uh, even leading into this debate on Thursday. But Joe is hiding. Um, one Biden surrogate on the Hunter's emails. I don't think anybody is saying that they are inauthentic or not. What kind of answer is that? Biden campaign surrogate Jenna Arnold said on Fox News Sunday or said on America's news headquarters. So much of this is unconfirmed. Okay, well, okay, okay, so Jenna, Jenna, it's real simple. You say it's unconfirmed. Tell us what parts are not true. Hunter Biden knows what emails he has and hasn't sent. Are you saying in the campaign saying that these emails aren't his? It's unclear to me. Can anyone say that these emails are inauthentic? And so far, I haven't heard anybody say that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't think anybody's saying they are inauthentic. How do they now look if something this explosive, you know, that uh, and it's already been printed in in papers around the world you know, of Hunter Biden with a crack pipe. And and we're told there's so much worse here. If it's not true, where's the cease and desist letters? 
Why is Hunter Biden's attorney begging uh, Rudy Giuliani's attorney and Steve Bannon and the guy that owned that repair shop uh, to get the hard drive back, which apparently he had signed off on, you know, if he didn't come back and, and pay the freight that he gives up ownership of it. And again, did Director Ray get them or not get them? I mean, it's that simple. I mean, how is it a Biden surrogate can't just say straight up, no, we have, you know, they're they're inauthentic. They're not real. And again, this is separate and apart from what we've been covering, which is quid pro quo Joe, zero experience hunter, and the Grassley Johnson report. I mean, nobody nobody's saying a word. It's just, no, this is just corrupt. That's it. Okay, is anyone in the media mob going to ask the question? And how does big tech companies now get to step in and decide? They, they published every Russian lie imaginable that never existed. No apologies whatsoever. And did what were their pictures, were their meetings with these business partners from abroad uh, that Joe Biden was a part of? And was Joe Biden complicit in these dealings with his inexperienced son that's making all these millions and millions and millions of dollars? And Peter Schweitzer was on this program Friday, you know, laying out how his business partner, you know, is now flipped and handed over 26,000 emails to Peter Schweitzer. And Peter has testified to the, you know, been on this program, it believes them to be wholly legitimate coming from this guy's account. Devin Archer, the other partners waiting to be sentenced to go to jail. How did he do? Had, he had no experience in Kazakhstan, no experience in Ukraine, no experience in Russia, no experience in oil, energy, no experience in private equity. None. How's he getting billion dollar deals and multi, multi million dollar deals? Um, source alleges on alleged Hunter Biden email chain verifies the message about the Chinese investment firm. Fox News reported this. One of the many people on that email thread allegedly involving Hunter Biden had corroborated as to the veracity of the messages, which appear to outline a payment, uh, a payout for former Vice President Joe Biden as part of this Chinese energy firm. The emails dated May 13th, 2017, obtained by Fox News. It's on foxnews.com, includes a discussion of remuneration packages for six people in a business deal with a Chinese energy firm. The email appeared to identify Hunter Biden as chair, vice chair, depending on the agreement with this, you know, Chinese energy company, CEFC, and which is now bankrupt. The email then includes a note that, quote, Hunter has some office expectations that he will elaborate on. And a proposed equity split references 20 for H and 10 held by H, Hunter, just guessing, uh, for the big guy. No explanation who the big guy is. Huh. Well, who would be the bigger guy in this? I guess the vice president. So more trouble also for Joe as Ukrainian lawmakers are now claiming a second laptop belonging to Hunter's business contacts in the country have been seized by law enforcement. I mean, do, how do you, the, the mob and the media, big tech companies are going to protect the Biden campaign from all of this? Wow. The email, apparently the uh, Daily Caller, I believe, was uh, had it out. Uh, apparently the computer shop owner released the email that he got from Hunter. And now big 
you know, now we've got fallout, all this censorship from, you know, the, the biggest campaign dona- donations from this election cycle by far ever in the history of elections in this country are big tech firms and the media mob. They're just they're doing everything in their power to only report bad news on Trump and protect Joe Biden. Joe, would, would Donald Trump be able to hide for a week before a debate? How is that possible? Now, the states that we got to look at here are, are real. For a Republican to win, it's not easy. You got to get Florida and Ohio. Start there. You got to do well in Georgia. North Carolina, what I'm seeing anecdotally there in terms of early voting is concerning to me. And, and if you're in North Carolina, your vote's going to matter a lot. Iowa, same thing. Arizona, the same thing. Those would be three states that I'm somewhat concerned about. Nevada, I think, can be put in play. Um, then you've got to, you know, then you got to run the table and pick off a of Michigan where we have some polls out now. Uh, which one was it? I guess Tafalgar had, uh, yeah, Tafalgar had the president up by a point, less than a percentage point. Not it's you know too close for comfort. He only won by ten thousand votes in two thousand sixteen in Michigan. Didn't win by a lot in Wisconsin. Only won by forty four thousand votes in in Pennsylvania. And you have to pick off you know some combination of one of those states at least, especially Michigan or Pennsylvania, a big important states. Or you start looking elsewhere. And when you start looking elsewhere, that's not good. And the media is not going to do anything between now and Election Day, and they're going to do everything they can do to protect Joe? Unbelievable. There are 353 counties, according to the Epic Times, with 1.8 million more registered voters than residents. Great. you got to be kidding me. That, that We have to deal with this now? Anyway, the uh, press is asking Biden, what, do you, what is your favorite milkshake? What flavor did you get? One of the Facebook experts in charge of election integrity formerly worked as a policy advisor to Joe Biden on Ukraine. Oh, what a shock. Social media backlash now resurrected over Biden's transition team ties to Facebook and Twitter. And Ron Johnson is pressing Ray on the validity of this Biden laptop claim. We need to know and we need to know now. Not after the election, Director Ray. Where have you been? All right, just 15 days. You are the ultimate jury. 800-941-SEAN, our toll-free telephone number. Not our first rodeo together. Had the great honor, privilege, pleasure uh, being part of history. The night that Newt Gingrich became the speaker in uh, 1994. We've been friends before that and ever since. And colleagues, obviously, on the Fox News channel. Uh, we've been through a lot of election cycles together. Um, I don't think we've ever seen media bias like we've seen, like we see it today. I don't think we've had this problem with big tech companies and between the media mob and the tech companies. And it's incalculable how much, uh, they are really donating to all things electing Biden. And, uh, by the way, you do know that Joe Biden has called the lid on the week. He took off Saturday, did one event Sunday. Now we won't see him again until Thursday night. Did you hear about that? Yeah, well, look, I think if if you were Joe Biden, you'd try to get away with it if you could. Uh, there's nothing he's going to do in public that's going to help him. 
And I watched him on, on Sunday in uh, North Carolina, and it was pathetic. And he had, I think he had about 60 cars in a parking lot beeping their horns compared to 12 to 20,000 people at each of the Trump events. So uh, there's not, not, he's going to do it that way. There's not much profit to Biden being out on the road. And frankly, I think his people believe that the polls are good enough in this kind of coast to victory which is, I think, a devastating mistake, but I think that's where they are. It sounds, it looks very reminiscent of, of Hillary's cavalier attitude. Uh, Tafalgar, uh this weekend had the president up by one in Michigan. Uh, Matt Towery, who we both love and respect, had the president down three in Pennsylvania, but up three in Florida. Uh, I'm a little bit more nervous than I normally would be in a state like North Carolina or a state like Arizona. Um, but with that said, there are many ways to get to 270 electoral votes. How do you see this campaign 15 days out? Because at the bottom of all of it, I'll add too is I, I, I don't think you can poll Donald Trump as a politician. I don't believe he's somebody that you can accurately poll. No, I think, I think you, you take whatever the result is at five to seven, and you have some idea where Trump is, partially because the media pressure is so intense that people just won't say his name because they don't want to be attacked or ostracized or what have you. Um, the turnout in Florida today has been enormous. Good friend of mine, Steve Ettenheim, who lives on Key Biscayne with my daughter Kathy and her husband Paula, he sent me another and said that he was out there for an hour and a half at the beginning of uh, – this is the first day when you went in to vote. Uh, and uh, he said it was, it, it was six or seven to one Trump. It was just amazing as he you know, would stand there with his Trump sign and people would wave at him and honk their horns. And so every policeman he saw was pro-Trump. Uh, then the same thing happened over in Tampa where uh, my now good friend Matt Towery sent me a note. And the front page of the, of the Tampa paper was massive conservative tide. And I really took it off their website because obviously the guy who wrote that headline didn't realize how inappropriate it was. But it gives you a flavor of what's. I think Florida is going to be very solid for Trump. I think that uh, Michigan actually is going to end up being for Trump. And I think that uh, John James is going to win the Senate seat up there, which will be a big, big victory for Mitch McConnell and for the Republican Party. He's a really talented, attractive candidate. So... I think this is the other thing that not, nobody can factor yet. Maybe you might be able to. I can't. I think the Biden scandal is going to get bigger and bigger very fast. And people are going to realize it's not just about a computer. It's not just about Ukraine. It's about Russia. It's about Kazakhstan. It's about Romania. It's about China. And it probably involves several hundred million dollars. Uh, and I think that's not in. Uh, one of my goals is to shame Welker, the debate moderator on Thursday, into asking Biden about this one. How can you have a debate with a scandal on this scale and not ask the candidate, for example, when... Because she's, a, she's an Obama-Biden Democrat. I mean, how does the Presidential Debate Commission, get you know, pull this off every year? Well, I'm for abolishing it, but that's a, that's a different story. But I also think she has some professional pride. And all of us ought to just, you know, just discount her and say, you have a professional obligation. You know, when, when, when Hunter Biden writes an email to one of his children and says, 
I'm not going to make you give me half your income the way my father has. You sort of have to ask yourself, gee, I wonder what that meant. And when they say, we're putting 10% of this deal aside for the big guy, you kind of have to wonder, gee, I wonder who he thought the big guy was. So this malarkey, that this doesn't get to Joe Biden, is not going to last another, I don't think, more than three more days. And it'll be obvious that it's a huge scandal, involves foreign dictatorships, and that Joe Biden has been just plain lying about it. How, how can anybody believe that Biden did not know that his son was involved in multi-million dollar deals in, in Russia, Ukraine, and, and China? But, you, but look at where we are. Every big tech companies won't even allow a link to the article. You don't have to believe it, but they won't even let people see it. Uh, which again is a, a I can't calculate the the amount of money that would represent in terms of a campaign donation, and then you've got the rest of the media. Remember, you know Joe is on tape saying uh, you're not getting the billion. I'm leaving in six hours. You're not getting a billion U.S. taxpayer dollars unless you fire that prosecutor Victor Shokin, who's investigating my my son who went on GMA and said he had no experience in energy, oil, gas. Or, or the country of Ukraine is getting paid millions. Now, they just ignored that. A real quid and a real pro and a real quo and real corruption. And then a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. There's no media coverage of that. What makes you think, you know, $3.5 million from, the, from a Russian oligarch or money for a new car from a Kazakh oligarch is going to make a difference now? Look, I, well, I think, first of all, your point, which is, the American people have to learn about it, and I've been encouraged because the president has been talking about it at every stop. And the fact is, a president of the United States has an ability to reach an amazing number of people, and I think that he is helping elevate this. Uh, the Wall Street Journal has been helping elevate it. You know, it's, it's gradually gaining traction, and people like you and Rush have an impact on it. Um, I'll tell you, sitting in Italy, the... Uh, Italian newspapers have picked it up, and they get they get it a hundred percent. So we actually have people over here talking to us about it. Is those you know just a, a just another scandal down the street? But I, I don't think they can keep it bottled up. I do think it's going to break loose. Uh, I do think the campaigns, the Trump campaign, should do some advertising on it. But I also think as long as the president is willing to keep pushing it. Uh, that it will get on a life of its own. The other thing that's going to happen is you're going to see more stories coming out, not just the New York Post. I think the Wall Street Journal and others, you're going to start seeing stories come out uh, that are that are very compelling and that involve a lot more information, a lot more facts, uh, and make the whole thing look a lot sicker. You and I must be talking to many of the same people because I've been told, stay tuned, this is going to be a big week. Have you heard the same? Oh, yeah, I do. But people like... like uh, John Solomon, who's done just a great job. Uh, Peter Schweitzer. Uh, mm -hmm. There are a number of people out there doing the research right now, pushing very hard. And uh, I also have some other personal friends who are engaged, uh, talking to people who were business partners of Hunter Biden, who say absolutely they're prepared now to testify. And you're going to see these kind of people coming out of the woodwork this week. And the truth is, uh, Senator Ron Johnson's done a great job. Uh, I recommend to everybody listening to us, there's an 85-page report from the Johnson's committee that you can get. Uh, it's available online for free. It's devastating. Uh, it's devastating. 
I'll put it up on Hannity.com now. It is devastating in terms of all of these countries and oligarchs and nationals and the money flowing to this this Biden family, quote, enterprise, if you will. Yeah, and I, and I think, by the way, if the president would simply hold up a copy of that and tell people how to get it, the number of people who would start reading that and sharing with their friends and neighbors, you would rapidly change this whole debate because it would become obvious that the president's right. This guy's a crook. The, imagine if there was these allegations against any of the Trump kids and a picture, you know, now they've gone viral, pictures of, you know, one of the Trump kids with a crack pipe in his mouth as an, as an adult smoking crack and asleep in a bed. Um, and then you look at the, follow the money and you follow Russian oligarchs, uh, Kazakh oligarchs, uh, Ukrainian oligarchs, Chinese nationals, Russian nationals, Ukrainian nationals, Kazakhstan nationals, all these countries that all of these wire transfers, they're all they're all chronicled in that report. And now the question is, where's Director Ray and how long has he had this hard drive? I'm not even referring to the hard drive with that information. Well, and along that line, by the way, uh, we also have uh, a very clear-cut position where Ron Johnson, Senator Johnson, has written Ray and said, you know, when did you get this? What did you do with it? Because supposedly the FBI's had this uh, computer since last December. And it's it's just it's amazing how much they try to uh, hide from being held accountable and being responsible. That means they had it all during impeachment, Mr. Speaker. This would be called relevant evidence. Well, it would be if it was about a Republican. How dangerous, when you look at the idea that they're going to pack the courts, they're going to end the legislative filibuster, um, they're going to make D.C., probably Puerto Rico, you know, grant statehood, which would be four Democratic senators, so they think, in other words, a Democratic majority in the Senate in perpetuity. They're going to give something of great value to 15 million people, which is people that didn't respect our laws, our borders and sovereignty, citizenship, which I assume they would expect to get votes down the line and some loyalty for that great gift. Um, to me, that's the biggest power grab we've ever seen in 150 years. And I don't I don't know how you go back and mitigate that at any point. Look, I think if if we lose in two weeks, the country's genuinely deeply in trouble. And you see it already with these 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 powerful institutions. I mean, Twitter and Facebook are behaving as though they were the Chinese Communist Party. This is the kind of censorship you get in Beijing, not in the United States. And it's it's absolutely unconscionable. And if we win, I'm pretty sure we're going to pass some reform bills uh, that would make them legally liable when they undertake actions that, hurt, that are, cause economic harm to people. Uh, all right, 15 days to go. You've got these major institutions, big tech companies, the mob and the media, just all in for Biden. Never, I've never witnessed it this bad. And you had a pretty bad as speaker. So how does this end? You've seen a lot of election cycles. You're usually not wrong. That I, I can't remember a time you have been wrong. Your thoughts? Oh, I... I Look, I occasionally get things wrong, but this one, I think, the key question is very simple. Americans, historically, do not like giant institutions bullying them, whether it's Standard Oil or the railroads or AT&T or IBM. 
Now, we have a very long history of average, everyday Americans just saying, that's crazy, and I'm not going to put up with it. And if anything, I think the, the way in which they blocked the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's computer probably quadrupled the number of people paying attention to it because they looked up something and said, oh, what's that all about? Uh, and I think uh, that we have to be very militant. The president has to keep campaigning. We have to stick to the Biden corruption story. We have to stick to the economic story of, of a Trump recovery versus a Biden depression. And we have to stick to the fact that the president saved 2 million lives with COVID and Biden was opposed to virtually every single step for the first three months. So <clears throat> if we do that, uh, we, the president wins re-election, we pick up seats in the Senate, and we either capture a majority or come close in the House. And, that, and that's because I think or, or, people or if it doesn't happen, we're doomed. Is that, if it doesn't happen, we're, we're in deep, you know what? That's right. We're in deep trouble at that point. <laughs> we're in deep trouble at that so, point. It's not the well, first time, I'm, but this would be am, the worst. As an American, I am an optimist. Like Ronald Reagan, I always believe you ain't seen nothing yet. And therefore, I think that uh, you and I are going to have a great election night, and people like Nancy Pelosi are just going to be miserable. Well, if we hear those words, imagine the media mob. It's worth the price of admission. We can now project Donald J. Trump has been reelected 45th president. That would be worth the price of admission. Mr. Speaker, thank you. When we come back, John Solomon and Greg Jarrett on the Ukraine scandal that is growing. Straight ahead. Lion and Hyden, Joe Biden, which is about it. I mean, I think the mo- the biggest untold mystery, because you're now dealing with a weak and frail, cognitively struggling and hiding Joe Biden. How can he be back in Delaware? How does he take the weekend off? And and literally be off the campaign trail until Thursday night's debate with Donald Trump. How is that possible? You know, he took off Saturday, did one event on Sunday. Now he's off for the rest of the week. <laughs> it's like the Manchurian hiding, you know, half a corpse candidate. I mean, this is pretty unprecedented. Uh, and of course, aided, abetted by the mob, the media, by the Democratic Party. Everybody knows this is happening. But they, they just hate their their hatred of Donald Trump supersedes anything else and their desire for power as well. This is the best strategy ever. Just don't ever show the candidate. Don't let him speak. Pretty unbelievable here. I want to go back. Um, Ron Johnson has been all over. He's demanding Director Ray rightly answer the question is, OK, do you have Hunter Biden's emails, all the things we're reading that are on it. Is that all there? And if if you have it and have had it, why haven't you done anything with it? Which wouldn't surprise any of us on, on this program. Joe Biden said, I have no involvement with my son's international business deals. Well, that lie has been blown out of the water and we've watched him over and over again. Um, we can't forget about the $1.5 billion with the Bank of China uh, after flying with Daddy. That was about 10 days after that trip. He meets with Chinese businessmen during that trip uh, on Air Force Two. And, of course, we have zero experience with China, Chinese investments, uh, private equity, or, or any of these issues, just like Burisma. 
And he signs a deal, gets a $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. We see money wire transfers with Russian oligarchs, Kazakh oligarchs, Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian nationals, Chinese nationals, Kazakh nationals, uh, Chinese nationals. I mean, we're talking, you know, how did he get $3.5 million from a corrupt Russian oligarch? And how did he get, you know, uh, 140000 from a Kazakh oligarch a wired money so he can get a brand new car i mean why do you think they're buying the 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 influence here um anyway so this weekend uh ron johnson was on with our friend maria baratiromo i want to play a little bit of this because it's very important what he's saying public reports people talking to the whistleblower we've spoken with him as well it seems like he got this sooner than december 2019 and, and tried to turn it over to the fbi i think initially they weren't particularly interested in it but at some point in time they became interested in it and actually issued a grand jury subpoena, which they served on him in December. And that's when the FBI would have taken uh, custody of this computer that's purported to be Hunter Biden's. Now, I think it's pretty odd that, uh, uh, quite honestly, that the Biden campaign, all, all they've really done to refute or deny any of this is to say that the meeting that one of these emails re- revealed that uh, Vice President Biden had with the, the number three in control of uh, Burisma never showed up in his official calendar. Well, there's all kinds of meetings that didn't show up in his official calendar. This one surprised me. This one didn't. Now, the first thing we did after we got contacted by the whistleblower the day after we issued our report on uh, on Ukraine was you know, we contact the FBI. Determine is this story true? Is is it, you know can you verify any of this? And it took him a couple of days to basically give us no information. So I just sent another letter yesterday because the FBI has a duty to inform us if if they believe this is maybe you know Russian disinformation, they should give us a defensive briefing. They should tell us about that if. For example, they also believe that when information this whistleblower gave us is fraudulent, that would also be a crime, and the FBI should tell us that. So we're trying to suss out of the FBI what do they know and when do they know it. But the larger question really is, if they had this information, and these are genuine emails, and it would probably reveal all kinds of things that would have been very relevant to the impeachment case, why did they sit on it? Are they covering up just because Hunter Biden might be engaged in things that also maybe should have been investigated and possibly prosecuted. You know, do we have two systems of justice, one for Democrats, one for Republicans, one for the well-connected versus one for the rest of the Americans? I think that's really probably the larger issue here at play. All right. Joining us now, John Solomon, editor-in-chief, justthenews.com uh, and author of the book, uh, bestseller Fallout, Greg Jarrett, host of The Brief, uh, his new podcast and author of two number one bestsellers, The Russia Hoax and The Witch Hunt. I love how Adam Schiff races out there. This is all Russian disinformation. There's no denial here, John Solomon. And just what Ron Johnson and Senator Grassley put in their report is bad enough. Now, the question is, what did Ray know? Has Ray validated this hard drive that everybody's talking about? How bad is it? And if he hasn't done it, why hasn't he done it? And how much do we know that is coming out now is true? It's a great question, right? And the FBI probably knows the answers to all those questions. And they're like they've done so many times in the Russia probe before this. They're keeping mum. They're not helping the American people. They're not giving us transparency. And when you think about the timing of that subpoena, we now know for sure that the FBI issued a subpoena for the hard drive. That's been confirmed to me that there was a subpoena that was issued for the hard drive. 
They obtained this evidence in December of 2019, right as the impeachment trial is beginning. If this evidence is real, it's extraordinary exculpatory evidence to the president during his impeachment trial. Why? The president is being impeached for asking for an investigation of Joe Biden. There's evidence on this hard drive that Joe Biden and his son were engaged in corruption. It would have been extraordinarily material to the impeachment uh, proceedings against the president, and yet the FBI sat on it and, and was quiet, and they remain quiet now two weeks before Election Day when the American people demand to know an answer. I mean, and the, the great irony, Greg Jarrett, it's sort of like the Russia hoax, right? I mean, we have the deleted emails on Anthony Weiner's laptop. It seemed like Joe, James Comey had no intention of bringing that forward until he was his he was forced to by local law enforcement in in New York. Um, and what we have here is if Director Ray has this, what are your sources telling you about the uh, authenticity of all of this? That it's legitimate and true. Why hasn't Joe Biden said that it's not Hunter's computer? Why hasn't Joe Biden said that the emails are not Hunter's? His conspicuous silence tells me, and it should tell everybody, that these are uh, uh, authentic and legitimate emails. If it were otherwise, Joe Biden would be howling, and so would his campaign. And so the next question is, what crimes were committed? Were crimes committed? Absolutely. It's a felony for a public official, a vice president of the United States, for example, to confer a benefit granting a billion dollars in USA to a foreign government, Ukraine, in exchange for something of value to himself or a relative in this particular but, case. But, Greg, we, this is the ins- insanity of all of impeachment, is there really was a quid pro quo. There really was zero experience, Hunter. There really was a demand to fire the prosecutor leveraging a billion tax dollars. That, you know, we knew that from the beginning. We didn't know right. about the First Lady of Moscow's $3.5 million. We didn't know about the Kazakh oligarch wiring money. We didn't know how deep the ties went to Chinese nationals and the Communist Party and even the military officials with the Bank of China deal or the shopping spree that were, that now is being reported. I mean, this this is a family corruption oh. enterprise if all of this turns out to be true. It is. And, and the current FBI director, Christopher Wray, continues to cover this up, Sean. You know, as you well know, I've long called for his termination. He must be fired, and he must be fired now. President Trump must act. The truth will never be exposed until Christopher Wray is sacked from his job as director of the FBI. He is James Comey in disguise. He's ruthless. He's unscrupulous. He's unprincipled. He's corrupt. And, you know, my only gripe with President Trump is that he hasn't fired Christopher Wray. My second gripe would be appointing Christopher Wray. But it's, uh, it's long overdue. And imagine walking into Christopher Wray's office. There would be a treasure trove of evidence of uh, illegality and corruption by uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, who is nothing more than a grifter. They were on the take. They were accepting money from foreign sources, and and that's influence peddling. It's corruption. You know, but it's you got all of these major institutional forces, John uh, Solomon, and that is there really weren't a lot of us that were digging deep that ultimately found out all that we did about Hillary's dirty Russian misinformation dossier and the fact that they knew all along that it was not verifiable and the fact that they they knew in early January that the source that was used by Christopher Steele 
was to was known to the FBI for over a decade of being a Russian asset. So all of this happened and it allowed it to happen anyway. I didn't think anything like that can happen. This seems to rival that entire enterprise on on uh, on steroids almost here. And, and but Joe goes into hiding for a week with just 17 days uh, or 15 days to go to election day. Well, you saw why, right? On Friday night when the CBS reporter tried to ask him about it at the at the plane stop in Michigan, the vice president attacked the reporter for asking the question. Well, uh, you know, when President Trump gets asked a question, he answers the question. Joe Biden has not been willing to answer the question. And I think the problem is he doesn't have an answer for this. And you look at the Biden family. When Hunter Biden's payday started coming in in 2013 and 2014, right, that's when the China deal comes in, then the Burisma deal comes in. Joe Biden is up to debt in the uh, uh, in a big way. He's got a negative uh, balance sheet of larger loans and income coming in, larger debts. He's got a home equity line of credit. He's got a large mortgage. He's a vice president with almost no net worth. Now, when he comes in 2020, he's worth millions of dollars. How did that happen? Did Hunter Roll, uh, uh, Biden and his businesses have any role in Joe Biden scoring a payday after he left office? These are questions that the American people deserve to know, and we've been kept from it by the FBI, by Joe Biden and his campaign, by the other Democrats who yell, Russia misinformation about everything, whether it's not uh, or is, uh, there's an effort to keep us from getting the truth, and the American people deserve better. We really do. If this was the Trump family and there was a picture of one of the Trump kids with a crack pipe in his mouth that ended up in one of our nation's newspapers, you know that the media, if those questions would arise for the Trump family, Greg Jarrett, they'd be all over it. Well, they would. It would be front page, double headline above the fold. And uh, you'll, you'll notice in the New York Times, there's nothing, nothing, not a word about this. And uh, you know, there is obviously a double standard here in the media. The media is complicit in this. They are, along with Christopher Wray and the FBI, they're covering this up. They're hiding it from the American people. And, uh, you know, if... Uh, the son of a presidential candidate, at one time a vice president of the United States, extorted or bribed a foreign government to fire a prosecutor who was investigating the son's company, Burisma, uh, the, the media would be demanding that, that Trump be uh, pulled from the Oval Office and thrown into jail and, and resigned. And yet, here you have the evidence, which is pretty compelling and overwhelming, that uh, Joe Biden did this, and his son did this. And yet, there is not a word from the media. They are covering this up because they hate Donald Trump. They loathe his conservative policies. And, you know, as a lawyer, I find this reprehensible. All right, we'll take a quick break. More Greg Jarrett and John Solomon on the other side, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Joe has taken the rest of the week off, uh, and the hardest question he got this weekend was, uh, what is it, what kind of milkshake did you order? 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. News Roundup Information Overload Hour. Uh, we'll get into uh, the big tech companies and their massive, huge donation to all things Biden uh, straight ahead. All right, as we continue, Greg Jarrett, and just the news uh, editor-in-chief, uh, John Solomon, with us. All right, so we've got 15 days to go. Not a lot of time. We only have one more debate. That's Thursday. Uh, the debate moderator is a liberal. 30 seconds each. John Solomon, will this story get the traction that it deserves? I do believe so. I think we're going to find out there are more whistleblowers beyond the laptop provider, and I think that's going to start to eke out over the next few days. And I think when people get a complete picture of what's going on, uh, this will get more and more traction. Greg Jarrett. 
I would never rely on the media to bring this out. The president needs to bring it out, and his surrogates, he needs to raise the question in Thursday's debate and put it squarely to the face of Joe Biden. Are you corrupt? Is your son corrupt? How do you explain this information? The last time in the last debate, Biden said, well, this has been discredited and debunked. And the president said, by whom? And Biden, of course, was silent in his answer because it's been debunked by no one. The evidence is there for Americans to see. They need to see it. They need to read it. They need to know it. All right, here we go. 15 days to go. You are the ultimate jury. Uh, The president, by the way, out uh, and about all weekend long. What was Joe? Joe did one stop. Took off Saturday, one stop Sunday in North Carolina. Now he's there's a lid on all campaigning for the rest of the week. <laughs> just, just, you know, why answer questions, you know, that are so tough? Like, what, what, what kind of milkshake did you order, sir? The one time he got one question about zero experience, Hunter, it didn't go well. Mr. Biden, what is your response to the New York Post story about your son, sir? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. Right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. A smear campaign. He's accusing CBS, their state-run television, for crying out loud, with the exception of, like, Catherine Herridge. That's the only one that will give you good news over there. Uh, anyway, so, but he's been asked the tough questions about, well, what is, what is your milkshake? What kind of milkshake did you order? Has Donald Trump ever been asked this? Now, I'm telling you that in 15 days, you got to understand something here. I've never seen such powerful institutional forces aligning to to impact the outcome of an election as we are currently witnessing. Now, we've known about media bias for years. It's never been this bad. It is every second, every minute, every hour of every day. And it's been that way and, and getting worse from the day that Donald J. Trump and Melania Trump came down the escalator at Trump Tower. It is now big tech companies. They won't even allow you to decide for yourself whether or not you want to read a news story about uh, Zero Experience Hunter, which, by the way, it was a big, fabulous, double standard and hypocritical moment when they were claiming, well, President Trump is on the phone with President Zelensky and he's pressuring him to do something or else he's not going to give them the money. And you got Joe Biden on tape. Uh, oh, I'm leaving in six hours. You're not getting the billion taxpayer dollars. That would be our money. You're not getting the billion dollars. I got six hours unless you fire that prosecutor. Who's the prosecutor? Guy by the name of Victor Shokin. Who's Victor Shokin? Uh, he's investigating zero experience Hunter who's being paid millions. The same Hunter that went on GMA and said, do you have any, any background experience in energy? No. Oil? No. Gas? No. Oh. Uh, Ukraine, no. Why do you think you got the job? And why do you think they're paying you millions? I don't know. Uh, maybe because your father is in charge of Ukrainian policy for the Obama administration? Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably it. Goes to China with daddy and, and gets a $1 billion deal with the Bank of China. Later, a, a billion five. Now, Ron Johnson's report lays out even more information of corruption uh, with, let's see, Chinese nationals, $100,000 shopping sprees, Kazakh oligarchs, $140,000 loan transfer so Hunter can get an expensive car. Uh, three and a half million with a Russian oligarch, the first lady of Moscow, 
who it turns out is, uh, you know, doing business with zero experience Hunter as well. Same with Ukrainian oligarchs. He has no experience with China, Ukraine, no experience in energy or private equity, has no experience in any of these things. Two of his business partners, as we broke wide open on this program with Peter Schweitzer last week, one Devin Archer is about to be sentenced to go to prison. The other guy that gave our our friend Peter Schweitzer 26,000 emails that do implicate, and this is separate and apart from what the New York Post broke, 26,000 emails that implicate Hunter Biden. And by the way, in that case, apparently, as, as Schweitzer was telling us, Hunter's name is mentioned all over that trial. He's in jail, that guy, Connor. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Now you add to all of this the media mob with big tech. And big tech now literally deciding what they, they deem okay for you to see they were all right going along with now the debunked conspiracy theories and hoax that was trump russia collusion the only russian interference in 2016 was hillary clinton's bought and paid for dirty russian dossier put together by christopher Steele with funneled money through perkins cooey hiring fusion gps and then of course the fbi never verifying it but signing four FISA applications, testifying that it, it is it is the bulk of information that ensured they would have the ability to spy on the Trump campaign, the Trump transition team and the Trump presidency. That was all her bought and paid for Russian disinformation. And here we are 15 days out. And these big tech companies have liability protection. It's known as Section 230 that shields social media company from liability that would otherwise reshape or crush their business model and the president escalated this push recently in light of what facebook is now doing twitter is doing stuff we've known about and been covering now for a while and how they treat conservatives and the double standard that exists miranda devine is a columnist for the new york post uh, and also joining us julie kelly uh, political commentator author of disloyal opposition how the never trump right tried and failed to take down the president uh, welcome both of you, Miranda. I mean, they won't even uh, they won't even allow the New York Post story to be printed. The New York Post is well in the top five in terms of circulation in the country, isn't it? It is, and it's uh, you know the oldest newspaper in the country. It's a uh, a scandal. We we're now into day five that Twitter has blocked our uh, Twitter account. The at NY Post Twitter account, um, they they locked it on Wednesday because they said it violated their rules against distributing hacked material. We haven't distributed hacked material. This is not hacked. What what on earth is Twitter talking about? And yet five days later, they refuse to unlock our account unless we delete emails promoting our legitimate news stories. Unbelievable. So now, but now, did they ever force any of the mainstream media mob from taking down their stories about uh, the phony Donald Trump Russia collusion story or their phony narrative uh, on General Flynn or, you know, how many other hoaxes were they, or, were they peddling? The Ukrainian or hoax? Donald Trump's, Donald Trump's leaked, uh, you know, tax returns or Melania Trump's uh, eavesdropped phone calls that CNN was spreading around on social media. New York Times, Washington Post, they can do whatever they like. But when it comes to the New York Post, we get 
throttled, our accounts get locked. And, you know, it's more important just than, you know, we're not getting distributed on their social media platforms. What that does is it sends a signal to the rest of the media, which doesn't want to cover this story anyway. They're running protection for the Bidens anyway. Um, they're all in the tank for the Biden campaign, just like big tech social media. But it just allows them to have cover and to say, oh, well, if if Twitter and Facebook think that the New York Post stories are terrible, then we will, we will think they're terrible too. So now they're running stories saying that it's Russian disinformation, which is a joke. It has nothing to do with it. As John Ratcliffe said today in response to Adam Schiff claiming that, that our story came from the Kremlin. I mean, it's a joke. It is ridiculous. This is Hunter Biden's laptop. And, you know, it's five days and Joe Biden, nor Hunter Biden, nor their campaign have ever denied that this is Hunter Biden's laptop and that all the emails and all the material that we've published is genuine. You know, very, very important. So, Julie Kelly, so I guess we just have to live with the fact that the media mob, 99 percent. I mean, let's be honest. I'm an exception to the rule. Uh, there's very few, uh, all right, there's me, there's Rush, there's Mark, there's, you know, the Lars Larsons, Joe Paggs, a a lot of great local hosts around the country. I don't want, I don't want to forget everybody, uh, that are really doing great work every day. And, and there's not all of us at Fox by any means, uh, that, that support the president and say they support the president, but I do an opinion show. I am a talk show host. We also break news and and we also do investigative reporting, but we do opinion as well, and we're honest about it at least. And so now big tech companies and the media combined are going to donate what will be incalculable billions and billions and billions to help elect Joe Biden. There's no other way to put it uh, from my perspective, Julie Kelly. There isn't. And uh, I mean, it, it, it would be impossible to calculate what this means to the Joe Biden campaign and the Democratic Party. Of course, this is illegal. It violates federal law. Corporations are not allowed to directly donate to political candidates. But here we are. They are flouting this law egregiously with no consequences. Um, I know that Josh Howley sent a letter to the SEC last week asking for some sort of investigation into these federal election law violations. The SEC can't even hold a quorum. They're short a commissioner. So that won't be going anywhere. We do know Senate Judiciary Committee is subpoenaing uh, Jack Dorsey and possibly Mark Zuckerberg to testify on Friday. But what do we do at this point? I don't know unless there's some sort of court action or intervention that the Trump campaign and GOP can do at this point. You know, it's it's too far gone. The help is already there for them and it's working. Well, I mean, that's, I, I, I can't disagree with it. But now the question, and they still maintain this liability. For example, we don't have Section 230 that applies to what I do for a living as a talk show host. Uh, it doesn't apply to the, the New York Post, Miranda. I would assume you don't, you don't have Section 230 yeah. uh, protections, which means you can be held liable if you, if you print false information. It's, it is interesting. Joe just never denies it. They, you know, they've never come out and said, no, this is false. This is not true. Uh, there's been no cease and desist that's been sent to the New York Post that I've heard of. Has there? 
No, exactly. And, um, you know, uh, we know that this is Hunter Biden's laptop. We know that the material is genuine. We've done our due diligence. And uh, Joe Biden knows this too. And I'm sure it's uh, part of the reason why he's been dodging the media since we started running the stories last Wednesday. Um, He's had one question. I mean, he sat on stage with George Stephanopoulos for an hour and a half and George didn't ask him the question. Uh, And then a guy from CBS asks him on Friday night, you just played that and you saw how angry he became. So this this problem, though, is that, that Facebook and uh, Twitter and the rest of the mainstream media are in the tank for Joe Biden. They've just shown this by the fact that they refuse to look into this story. And the material is out there. It's um, pretty obvious that Joe Biden has been involved in this uh, family scheme to enrich themselves. And, um, you know, it's up to him now to say, no, that's not true. But the fact that he refuses to do that tells you everything. And yet we are being censored by the big tech monopolies. And you know, we, now we're hearing that the feds are talking about using antitrust law to crack down on them. And finally, I mean, I know that they've been talking about this with Google because it's a monopoly, but um, it, it's, it's a terrible situation for Americans to have the information that they need to form a, a proper opinion in terms of voting on November 3 is being censored by these unaccountable, gigantic corporations. And they have ulterior motives. I mean, they have, you know, they're, con- they're multinational corporations. They, they are an extension, Miranda, of all things Biden and state-run Biden TV, radio, newspapers. That's all they are. It is the biggest in-kind donation you'll ever see in a political campaign. It is incalculable how much money we're talking about here. All right, final thoughts now with big tech, the media, the mob, as I call them, and they are a mob, uh, 99% of them anyway, uh, now going all in, unwilling to even ask the most basic questions of Joe Biden. Now we got a debate, Miranda Devine, on Thursday, and we've got another liberal a member of the mob that is going to be the moderator in this case. And I'm like, how does this even happen? Why does any Republican agree to allow this presidential debate commission to be involved in any way, shape, manner, or form anyway? You took the words right out of my mouth. I do not understand why the GOP is not looking after President Trump. He can't do everything by himself. I mean, that debate last week with Savannah Guthrie was a joke. It was a disgrace. She just spent the entire time badgering him. And it was a setup from the start. He was sitting on a tiny little plastic stool that could barely fit half a buttock, let alone a whole one. And uh, he was uncomfortable the whole time. Whereas Joe Biden's sitting there reclining in a lounge chair looking like a statesman. You know, it's a seemingly looking off into space. Uh, All right. Final 30 (laughs) seconds, Julie. The only hope is that this is all backfiring. You look at the base is so fired up, these rallies that Trump is holding. Um, you know, people are paying attention to this on our side. I think it is going to fire up our base even more. We lived through this for eight years with Barack Obama. We know what this show looks like. They're covering up for, for Biden worse than they did for Obama. We don't want a repeat of that. And I hopefully they will pay uh, next month and we will get Trump reelected bigly. 
All right. Well, we'll hold you to it. Julie Kelly, thank you. Miranda Devine, thank you. 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number. When we come back, we'll hit the phones next as we continue the Sean Hannity Show. Lying and hiding Joe Biden is now a lit. I mean, he was off Saturday. He does one stop yesterday. And he's now not doing anything until Thursday night's debate because now they have to once again reconfigure his uh, his ever so precious schedule to maximize his cognitive hour at 9 p.m. Eastern, which I'm sure is what's going on. Uh, Pretty unbelievable to me. I mean, these are the questions that Joe got this weekend. What kind of milkshake did you get, Joe? Listen. Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, what flavor did you get? You got one vanilla, one chocolate. One vanilla, one chocolate. These are the important issues. When one reporter from CBS asks about what's going on with zero experience Hunter, he gets all angry. Mr. Biden, what is your response to the New York Post story about your son, sir? I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. Right up your alley. Those are the questions you always ask. Smear campaign, CBS, smear, you know, smear merchants over at CBS. That's what they are. Uh, then, of course, there's every 12 seconds during a so-called town hall with Savannah Guthrie trying to impress her media mob friends, interrupting President Trump on average every 12 seconds and asking such vitally important questions about QAnon, even after the president says, I don't know anything about QAnon. By the way, neither do I. And uh, Linda, how many times have you even tried to explain it to me? And I'm like, all right, forget it. I don't even care. I'm like, I'm just I'm just it it just gets way too in the weeds for me and something that is seemingly ridiculous Um, anyway. So uh, but people have crazy conspiracy theories that they buy into all the time. But this is Savannah and and wonder. Just think for a minute. When is Joe going to ever get this treatment? The answer is never. But this would be interesting, wouldn't it? If, let's say if I could interview Joe. Yeah, I felt really good. Did the doctors ever tell you that they saw pneumonia on your lungs? No, but they said the lungs are, you know, a little bit different, a little bit uh, perhaps infected. And uh, infected you know, with? I don't know. I tested positive. Well, let's and, talk about testing because sure. there's a little bit of, a, I guess, confusion about this. I had no problem before. Did you test the day afterwards. of the debate? You can't let this continue to go on with the lockdowns. Well, most and of I the believe states... that cities that are run by Democrats who don't All right, know what While we're doing, denouncing, let me ask you about QAnon. I know nothing about QAnon. I just told you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I mean, it just you you do know about QAnon. I just told you all about it. Okay, let me trust the media mob considering they're so good. Do you think you're going to get a lot of coverage over Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar saying yesterday that the antibody treatments and vaccines for coronavirus could be just weeks away. Hang in there with us. We are so close. He said, I meet the press as he warned of mitigation fatigue and and tired Americans giving up on safety measures. He said, we're weeks away for safe, effective vaccines. And he said, the American people have given so much And they've been locked down. They've been isolated. They're tired. But the point is, we are so close. And he said that we are on track now to get the safe therapeutics, as the president said, that he got every American should have the same access to. And he will give it to us for free. 
But that wasn't brought up either. You know, President Trump has promised a coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year or maybe sooner. Would you trust that vaccine? Uh, No, I would not trust his word. I would trust the word of public health experts and scientists, but not Donald Trump. First of all, I don't trust the president on vaccines. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. He will push anything to get reelected. Don't fall for it. And by the way, I will take the vaccine after Ivanka takes it. You would be hesitant to receive the vaccine if it were approved by the end of the year. I'm going to. Yes, I would be hesitant. I mean, if doctors and scientists like Dr. Fauci are taking that vaccine, of course I will take the vaccine. But we also know that we can't trust the president uh, and take his word. I trust vaccines. I trust scientists. But I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this moment, the American people can't either. Anyway, and a safe vaccine all in record time. He noted how the Manhattan-based drug company Pfizer announced Friday that they hope to seek emergency use for their vaccine next month. And the COVID vaccine, uh, according to the New York Post, is now in full-speed production by Pfizer. Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. They're now aiming to have 100 million doses ready by the end of the year. 100 million. This is game-changing. Now, why are they going ahead with the dosage if it hasn't gotten approval yet? Because they're in final stage testing. They're, they're, they're now, if the, look, the test started in late July, third stage, final stage human vaccine trials. Once, if at any point during these trials, the vaccine was not working or there were really adverse side effects, they stopped the trial immediately they did we had two pauses on for separate issues but they wanted to make sure it wasn't vaccine related and then they continued their trial so that means what second phase showed us that everybody that got the vaccine was building antibodies number one number two there was no major side effects uh nobody was dying and that whatever the side effects are, it's sort of like, you know, go read the warning sign on a bottle of Tylenol, Tylenol or Advil or aspirin, for that matter. Uh, all right. Let's get to our phones. Fifteen days to go. Two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, Arizona. I'm worried a little bit about Arizona. Polls are too close out in Arizona, Carrie. You got to fix that. We need you out in uh, Arizona big time. Well, we we are Trumpers out here. Let me tell you, Trump's going to win Arizona. And I'll tell you the difference that I've seen from 2016 to now is that before you didn't see Trump signs. They're everywhere out here. Every other household has got Trump signs. And I don't just mean the little ones. I mean, they're plastered on the sides of the barn. They're plastered on the houses. You go to the grocery store. They have flags on the back of their trucks. We Trump is going to win Arizona. We love Where, it What here. part of Arizona are you in? Santan Valley. Santan yeah. Valley. So just a little outside of Phoenix area. Listen, I also think Nevada, I, I don't know why anecdotally, just people I've spoken to in Nevada, I think Nevada should be in play also. I really believe that. Oh, I totally On, believe it is. I to- totally believe it is. And, the and two the states I will is, tell you that I'm most worried about are North Carolina right now and Arizona. Just looking, again, anecdotally, people Sean, I know that live in the Arizona. states. We got you we got, got it. Ha- all right, Carrie, you're promising me Arizona in 15 days. All right, I'm putting it all on you. All the pressure is on you, okay? It is um, on me. And let me tell you, we're small business owners. And prior to President Trump coming in office, 
we didn't know what we were going to do. My husband and I were looking at each other going, what are we going to do? Since he's come in office, Sean, I was able to take my first vacation in years. We were able to take our little girl somewhere. There was money in the bank ahead. I don't want things to change. I can't, I can't do a Biden presidency. I cannot do it. Yeah, it, it, look. It can't happen. It, then the only people that can stop it are you. Believe me, you I am. People. I'm marching my... The, I'm listen, marching if my you don't want to wake up, I'm, I, I've, I've had disappointing elections. Do you realize that I have now covered Ronald Reagan as president, George Herbert Walker Bush is president. Bill Clinton's eight years. George W. Bush's eight years. Obama's eight years. Uh, Trump's four years. I've, this is not new to me. This is not my first rodeo. I've had disappointing election nights and I've had really great election nights. I'd pre- much prefer to have a great one like we had last time. Um, but I, I see the, these institutional forces, big tech companies, media mob, Democratic Party, rhino Republican establishment Republicans. They're just all doing everything they can do to destroy this man. And the only the only stopgap we have are we the people. And I think people are they're They're hip to it. They see it. They understand it. And it's just a matter now of math and people getting out and doing their job and that is you we will get the government we deserve either way you know and I'm, I'm hoping that america realizes number one how corrupt joe biden is and but more importantly what his stated policies would do to turn this country inside out upside down and that this would be the biggest power grab and i don't know based on court packing and statehood for D.C. and elsewhere, and amnesty for 15 million people, et cetera. I don't know. I don't then see a path back. At that point, I think it's it, it, it'll alter this country and irreparable damage will be done because nobody's ever stated pretty much because they're not answering the question because they're going to do it, that they want power that bad. All right. Thank you, Carrie. We're counting on you. Uh, All right. Jim is in Pennsylvania. We also need Pennsylvania in 15 days. What's up, Jim? How are you? Yes. Thank you. It's an honor to be on with you. Yes, I'm really uh, hoping that we'll we'll take it for We'll take Pennsylvania for you. Uh, The reason I was calling you is because uh, you're very connected with the FBI. You have a lot of people in your family that are in in law enforcement and uh, prison guards and so forth. And you've often talked about the FBI, that 99 percent of the FBI is upstanding and doing a great job. It's just a top 1% that's a problem. But I'm wondering if what you're seeing happening recently is kind of changing your mind a little bit about it. Because, for instance, this thing that happened at the New York Post where uh, this this person uh, delivered this to the FBI, what was it, a year ago or something like that, and um, it, it disappeared. It went into a black hole. But he probably delivered it to a field officer or someone like that, wouldn't you say? And um, I want an answer to Ron John's letter. I want an answer from Director Ray. But, you know, has my faith in rank-and-file FBI people changed? It has not. No. I do believe that you have people that are dedicated, you know, law enforcement servants of the people that are willing to risk their lives. It's very dangerous work. And the people that I know, the rank-and-file I know, the agents I know, are all, you know, straight arrows. They're all people that are in it for the right reasons, working hard. They want truth. They have no agenda. And most of them privately tell me that they are, they find what has happened in the upper ranks of the FBI to them 
you know, embarrassing and repulsive. And they oh, can't great. even believe that it's happened. So my answer is, you know, I, I don't like broad sweeping generalizations. And, you know, we could see that there are bad cops out there. Sometimes we, we get videotape and we can all see it. And the George Floyd case, I mean, we all saw what happened. That can't happen. A cop can't do that to somebody that is in a handcuff and keep your knee on their neck, the most vulnerable part of the human anatomy. You can't do it. And but that does not you know, I, I don't judge every cop based on the actions of one or two um, just because we have had a few corrupt players. Now, if God forbid Donald Trump loses the election, I'm going to tell you what's next. What's next is all of the deep state operatives will get away with whatever they did. Hunter will get away with everything. Hillary will get away with everything. Strzok, Page, McCabe, Comey, the whole bunch of them. Nobody will be held accountable. And it will even be worse than that, though, because now they'll be emboldened to do even more. And when you look at their, you know, the fact that no Democrat ever spoke out against using a dirty Russian misinformation dossier to spy on a presidential candidate. Not one Democrat, can I cite you, spoke out and said, this can't happen in the, in the United States. It can't. Well, because for them, the ends justifies the means. For them, it's all about power. For them, it's politics. If you had any intellectual integrity, honesty, uh, any fidelity to truth, you would say, no, the FBI, we cannot have people abusing power this way. It is a danger to every American because the rule of law is over. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. Jim, we're counting on you. Pennsylvania, 15 days. We need you. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, Hannity tonight, set your DVR, 9 Eastern on the Fox News channel. And we're going to be joined Senator Ron Johnson, who is uh, all things about the corrupt Biden family enterprises. He will join us. He broke open Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, China. How deep does this go? Mark Meadows will weigh in. Newt Gingrich tonight. Ari Fleischer, Katie Pavlich, Kirstie Alley. Boy, she's getting hammered. Oh, I like Donald Trump. How dare anybody in Hollywood like Donald Trump? 9 Eastern, Hannity, say DVR, Fox News. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. We are two weeks tomorrow away from you being the ultimate jury. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us.